0: Welcome to the After Dinner Leadership Podcast. For this episode, we thought it would be a really good opportunity at the turn of the year to take a look at the 2023 episodes that we've enjoyed and also then to take a quick look at 2024 and what we've got in store. Um, I've brought Ryan Spores, my colleague, from behind the microphone or behind behind the scenes. He's produced all of the episodes in 2023, along with one of our other colleagues, Chloe And uh, so he's he's not been involved in the conversations actively, but has heard everyone and gone through them line by line in the editing process. So, Ryan, it's really good to have you back. You've been a a co-host on some of the previous seasons of the show. It's nice to have you back with us.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's been it's been a wonderful year. Lots of learnings and lots of, of real good application. Actually, it's been it's been really insightful, even if I do listen to it more than everybody else 100 different times but it's, it's, it's good
0: great we've had 20 guests in 2023 uh, only four of them this year have been people i've met before so it's been a really great opportunity to um, meet new people to learn from different corners of the world and different different perspectives that we've come across and we'll examine some of that later. But it's always really nice to have more detailed conversations with some people that I've worked with or have known for many years as well. And maybe um look into some of the corners of their life that we've not had a full discussion on before as well. But what one amazing thing is as we've prepared for today is I cannot believe that Andrea Pascini was the first episode in 2023. That feels like it was only a few months ago, not a year ago. And uh, it's incredible how quick the year's gone. Just, again, going through the guests and thinking about what we learned from them. It's been amazing um, how they, they've positively impacted um, my life and and the getting their information and um, kind of challenging some of my own perspectives on some of the, the topics has been really rich. What's been a reflection at a high level for you, Ryan, as you've prepared for for tonight's conversation
1: yeah it's a it's a good question i think that for me around communication there's lots of different aspects but we've had lots of guests come on and talk around the way that we communicate whether that's through the way that we speak or the way that we listen lots of different themes that have come kind of branches off of the main communication tree almost um and that's been a a real takeaway for me just to think you know every time i open my mouth i let the world know a little bit about who i am almost that type of yeah that type of learning as well so it's been it's been very insightful actually
0: great well let's get into some of the highlights shall we and i know that you've had a particular show that stood out for you this year what was what was and i've gone more along the line of some themes that have that have stood out so what what was one of the episodes that has really resonated with you um this year in
1: 2023 yeah for me like like you said, I've, I've chosen one, but there are definitely lots that you kind of listen to that and you think that was great, or that was just what I needed to hear for whatever's happening at, at the different time in my life. um But as a an aspiring leader, kind of in my early twenties, lots of conversations have been very enriching, and and I'm I'm grateful for all the guests, kind of adapting and and communicating in a way that that me as a as a younger kind of starting off in my career can, can listen and understand, but one that really stuck with me and again just in preparing for for tonight's show um the one with andy brown i think it was episode 61 that looked around aligning with our with our values yeah it was really was really great well yeah the three leadership lessons that he shared were very insightful but then just the the conversation as well for me i just felt myself like oh this is this is really good for me right now he um he mentioned around how to find your own values. And I think that was something for me that kind of was like, right, I want to establish my own set of values um, that kind of govern my action and my decision-making process um, and kind of challenge that a little bit, just to think actually what, what are my deep values that kind of govern the way that I live my life and kind of stating them and bringing them into my consciousness more.
0: Yeah. Excellent. I'm really pleased it had that impact, and Andy's a good friend, and and I know that he's someone that does live by his values as well. So that's a, a very powerful uh, lesson there. What, what 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 happened as a consequence of that? Have you gone through the exercise of
1: yeah refining that? Yeah, he shared he shared um, some work from Hiram Smith. I can't remember the book that he shared it from. Don't know if you things which matter either, most
0: but... or what matters most. I think it's called that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. And kind of this idea that like when everything else is stripped away, what is it that you go to battle for? You know, and that kind of got me thinking around, you know, family or my faith or whatever it might be. But that kind of changed for me. I just I did that exercise. I wrote down just five things. Um I'd have to find them here now. But kind of just if everything else, all the noise, all the the stuff, all the even social trends, for example, I found that for myself is like if something's in a social trend, sometimes I can hold on to that and I think, oh, that's that's really valuable. But then it, if it was all stripped away, would I go into battle for that? Is that one of my inner values or is that a really helpful and interesting thing to know? Or is that one of actually my deep values, which can be yeah. the case too?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a powerful exercise. It's come up a, a lot. I guess one of the themes that I picked up from this year was – Um, I I guess I'm looking for this quite a lot, but this idea of purpose Mm -hmm. and a few of, I guess we're helping to talk about different angles of that. So Andy was one of those around the values piece, but you know, quite recently um, Gerardo was talking a lot about life changes that he'd made and uh, living more according to your why and, and some of the truths that he's found that help him to govern his behavior was really powerful and then mark lesser i think episode 50 wasn't it um he he was looking at uh clarity and really digging into um uh change personal change and thinking about your purpose around that so the kind of whole self-awareness in the process of finding your purpose was was fascinating there's a few guests that touch on that and we talk a lot about it with our clients, so it it always resonates with me, but I was really grateful for the perspectives of that and particularly, I think Mark's point he come from more uh, meditation and a kind of a Zen thinking and brought that across the bridge into corporate life and there were yeah. some really helpful things in his book that i I found uh, caused us to reflect and I think as a team actually we used some of the questions he'd asked as one in one <laughs> of our team meetings uh, really? as a way of. Um, finding out a little bit more about each other which was really useful too i think yeah i think it's been
1: really helpful and i like what you mentioned around like the purpose behind it and i know that andy mentioned around you know simon sinek's work was start start with why and i think it's becoming more of a thing that people are actually asking that question you know why what's the what's the purpose behind doing this thing rather than just focusing on what it is that we're doing again i think especially at critical stages of your life being like my age being one of them kind of starting off in your career or or like you mentioned mark mentioned around change and navigating different different kind of periods of your life gerardo also um but it's like are we asking that question you know what's the why behind this what's the purpose behind doing this rather than just getting caught up in all those different things that we've got to do and the what's yeah. but actually spending more time in the in the why's over the what's in the how's
0: yeah, and you mentioned change and and uh, one of the episodes early on in February of the year, episode 46, we got to meet with Elizabeth Moran mm. and she has written a book called Forward. And I, I was just, it was re- really interesting, that one on a reflection, how quickly we seemed to connect on that one. We'd not met before. It was a really lovely conversation as I enjoy all the conversations I have. but And, and she particularly had Zoomed in on change, but one of the things I loved about what she'd written is how practical it was. It was almost like really like this is the kind of conversation you could have with somebody, and these are the These are the words that you could use if they fit your vocabulary. These are some of the words that you could use to to have some of these more challenging conversations when people are going through organizational change and because a lot of the work I've been doing with clients is in that space, it was really helpful to overlay her work with the kind of work that I'm doing. And um, one of the phrases that I loved in her learnings was around decoupling my sense of value from the reactions to the output. In in other words, someone may not like the change I'm presenting, and I could easily take that personally. I could easily think, well, they don't like me, or this is a bad idea because someone's reacting Mm -hmm. negatively to it. And neither of those reactions are necessarily true. And there was a really good piece there that we discussed around that, and which I really enjoyed. It helped me personally you know, with our own business, but also working with clients just to remind them of that. And um, so I found that really useful. It was particularly resonant at the time, but I found that throughout the year, reflecting back on her work and our conversation has, has come up uh, a lot, which is great.
1: Yeah, I remember you sharing how profound her work was. You'd read, you'd read her book and um, sharing a lot of those learnings with me that I was grateful for. Um, yeah. So was good, yeah.
0: And then the other, the other topic, the, the other theme that's come out quite a few times this year, I guess it started when we were talking about presenting um, uh, kind of various aspects of pre- presentation skills with Andrea in January. Um, so his was around how to present great ideas and help them to be successful. But then towards the tail end of the year, we've had a bit of a theme around story and storytelling as well, uh, which we've covered in previous years as well. But like with Simon Lancaster and David Pullen, both of them um, were great at helping us to understand the, the important role that story plays, but also how to construct great rhetorical um, elements within the story that you're telling and and just the process by which you can put a story together which was really useful um, what did you take from the storytelling episodes yourself right yeah i i thought
1: a lot about how stories do it engage me as a listener you know I, i've not done much presenting on a stage or that might be but i've listened to a lot of different things and i know that you know the story and kind of clicking on and i know that feeling that comes when the lights go on and you realise the power of the story that they used at the beginning and how because they shared that story at the beginning they've been able to convey the message depth and power in my mind and i know that feeling it's it's a difficult one to describe isn't it but it's like ah like if you can if you can understand what that feeling is that noise ah <laughs> <laughs> um but i i took that away you know it's like recognizing different stories and how every every individual actually has their own story and i think you mentioned it I think Richard shared it or some, something I can't remember but um he mentioned around sharing your scars not your wounds yeah um and I was thinking around we've all got different stories and we can leverage those and use those to to create and and influence and inspire other people but choosing what we share in a way that's both vulnerable and useful but in a way that's kind of inspiring and holds true to the message that you're trying to tell rather than just using a story for the sake of it, but really having meaning behind the stories that we're using.
0: Yeah. The scars, not wounds is a very powerful metaphor and I, and I've used it a lot um, in my own reflections, but also in, when we're, when I've been talking to leaders uh, about how they could share messages with their, you know, with their colleagues it's a really interesting analogy and I, again i went inward first of all when i when i heard that thinking about some of the challenging life experiences that i've had and when i'm telling the stories about them where am i focusing and you know, where's the energy go and i think there has been times where i've gone down the wounds route and not to good effect for and it might have felt quite therapeutic to kind of vent this thing mm. that uh, that i hadn't properly dealt with but it's it I, on reflection, wasn't the most helpful thing to share with the group. The story, the core story itself was, but I needed to take it from a perspective of scars, and and I and I found that to be really useful as a bit of a filter to be open, to be vulnerable about the things that have happened, but to talk about the learning from it rather than just the um, the uh, the kind of the raw the rawness of it or the hurt that's still yeah. there. Uh, in terms of being inspiring to others
1: I was I was reminded also it jogs my memory but just like the importance of writing down those stories when they happen too yeah it came off the off the conversation that you shared about your daughter and she kind of felt that she was there in part of the story but it was kind of the way that we remember stories can kind of miscue the actual origin of the story almost and that's something i took away from that episode was just actually am i writing down these experiences and these stories so that when i use them they're real <laughs> and that yeah you know and and not just writing down what happened but again looking a little bit deeper and what are some of the learnings i'm taking from it right now and then you can compare that to when you're looking back in hindsight in five ten years time the learnings you can take from that as well so story has yeah, real power it's great
0: yeah it does, and I'm grateful for the stories that we've heard throughout the year. We've just picked out yeah. a few there, but you know they've they've been a, a real benefit to me. Um, and one of the just to finish on one last piece in terms of a, a highlight, I always enjoy catching up with old friends again. That, um, all of our guests, uh, I say, um, have, have been a real have left a real positive impact on me this year. It was really interesting to. Asked my friend Colin Stewart to to come, so this was episode fifty one, um, back in April. Again, hard to believe that was back it's in crazy, April. Uh, but we've known each other for for years, and we've had lots of in depth conversations about different things, but never really spoken about his leadership journey and what are some of the things that's driven him and those kind of things. And so it was really lovely to have one of my really good friends, who's been really successful in many aspects of his life but just to unpick that a little bit more than we would have mm. if we were going out to dinner with each other or or just meeting up to uh you know play some sport and so it was great to delve into some of the areas of his life and just uh, i guess there was some elements of newness about it but just for him to to reflect on you know, his experiences and share those with us i think was really useful as a, as a leader and for me to to learn A little bit more about him through that way was great. Um, I mean, one of the things uh, that he mentioned was that, you know, don't try to be an expert at everything, as an example, and, and, you know, be more comfortable in your own skin. And I think it's interesting how often that has come out this year, not just in the podcast episodes, but as I've been speaking to people, uh, as we've had guest speakers attend some of our uh, development programs that we're running for clients that has been something that's come out in either one-to-one conversations with them or that they've shared with the groups about their careers um, I've really been interested to hear that come through quite a lot you know, don't try to uh, be the expert at everything, you need to let go and you need to be a bit more comfortable in the not knowing uh, mm. which is great but Colin's a great friend and really grateful for him joining and um, how I was able to learn even more from him again
1: Yeah, it taps into a kind of a theme that's kind of happened throughout the year. You see it a lot on LinkedIn and stuff, but like this idea of being vulnerable and showing vulnerability, I guess it taps into the story piece as well. But, you know, being vulnerable, that's kind of the action side of being vulnerable, right, is being comfortable in your skin and being confident in what you have. I know that, like, again, Andy Brown, his first leadership lesson to everyone was to trust yourself and trust your own insights. Um, and that, that I think ties in nicely to kind of being confident and, and stepping into spaces, being purposeful and being, yeah, being aware of, of what you have to offer. It's good. Absolutely.
0: And I'm looking forward to 2024. We've got a, a great number of guests already lined up. And again, um, several of those are people that I know very well and so I'm looking forward to dipping into conversations with them. And this idea of purpose as well, I I think one of the themes that emerges for me is around having purpose and then being able to stay on purpose. So kind of a personal quest for me this year is being even to live even closer to the things that I've determined as strategic in aims or that that are true, even truer to the core values that I aspire to. And that a lot of that is about removing distractions and uh being aware of what those distractions are, and I'm in the process of doing that already over the last few months, kind of trying to change gears, which has been really helpful in being more purposeful, but looking forward to going into twenty twenty four of that staying on purpose, not just having purpose but you know being being able to stay even more on purpose, so I'm optimistic about that and looking forward to the learnings that will come um with that kind of extra discipline in those areas uh to to see what we can continue to create on the podcast but in the wider life as well. Mm. What nice. are you looking forward to in 2024?
1: It's along a long similar vein actually. I think a big a big thing for me is around like being purposeful in learning as well and absorbing information and things and I recognized kind of, I've, I've heard a few people speak about it, including on the podcast, but you know, like having a, almost like a board of directors that share different opinions. And I've recognized that a lot of the content and the media that I consume is helping me to think one way, but just to kind of learn different perspective, different ways of doing things that normally I'm just comfortable doing. So I kind of have, I'm I'm hopeful and optimistic around the learnings that I can initiate in 2024 by being proactive in seeking opportunities to grow and learn um, with that kind of the purposeful um, nature there being kind of the bedrock of that. So going about that with purpose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we've had, we've had wonderful guests in 2023. If there's any of the episodes that we've mentioned that you haven't listened to this year and hopefully what our conversation has just opened up, The doorway to those again, please take a look, take a listen. Uh, We shifted to video halfway through the year as well. So you can take a look on YouTube as well as listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and the likes. Um, And the good news is as we move into 2024 that we're looking to do a weekly episode. So we'll have a longer interview style that we've we've got already. And then we'll do some shorter bite-sized chunks, just some shorter reflections. On what's going on in the world and and of leadership and and also previous episodes, kind of resurfacing some of the the core content that we have in the in the library is something we're looking forward to. So more work in terms of getting that out, uh, Ryan, for you and the team. But um, but I think that hopefully will improve the connection we have with with our audience. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so. Uh, thank you for listening. We we trust that this has been a useful reminder of some of the, the uh, conversations that we've had throughout the year. And we invite you to join us and to invite others to join us in 2024 for more insight and more discovery from leaders from all across the world, all different roles. And um, we look forward to continuing to share you know, great content, great conversations with you that you can enjoy after your dinner. And uh, we look forward to uh, connecting. Please send us a note, a message if you have guests that you would recommend. We welcome any invitations and we like get, getting to know new people and people that you think would, would suit this format be willing to, to speak to us about their leadership journey and their experience. All welcome. Thank you very much and have a very successful 2024. Happy New Year.